Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As that's a wrap. And the ball game is over. Gone. Gone. This is the Sports Talk 790 10th Inning Show, powered by the Xfinity 10G Network. The Xfinity 10G Network, made for streaming live sports. The 10th Inning Show is also brought to you by Synergenics, Houston's premier low testosterone solution, Kronberg's Flags and Flagpoles, by Advanced Body Scan. Advanced Body Scan, early detection saves lives. Fred Haas Toyota World, Primeway Federal Credit Union, turn your dreams into your reality. PrimewayFCU.com Marshall Stevenson Elevator Texas's leader in residential mobility needs KirkCombs.com That's K-U-R-K Because at Kirk Combs It's all about you Uptown Appliance Repair Houston's premier appliance professionals By Trajan Wealth Crawford Bach By Carbach Brewing Twin Peaks Eats Drinks Scenic Views Also brought to you by Shell Federal Credit Union, Houston's hometown team for banking, but better since 1937. Houston Scrap Metal, turn your scrap into cash today. Moral Mechanical Cooling and Heating by Academy Sports and Outdoors. By Dr. Guy Lewis and the Texas Center for Cosmetic Dentistry, official dentist of the Houston Astros. And by Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue. Houston Astros! The Houston Astros World Series champions. What'd you expect? Now, the 10th inning show on Sports Talk 790. Your home for Astros baseball. Scherzer delivers. And that is hit sharply past Young and in the left field. Tucker scores. Dubon around third coming home. He will score as well. Maldonado racing for second. The throw in the second to slide. Maldonado was out, but the two runs count. Maldonado says take a look at it, iffy, on whether or not they tagged him. What a big hit for the Astros nonetheless. Astros with a 3 to nothing lead. And the Astros are not going to challenge the out call at second base. And finally, the Astros get some production with the bases loaded after falling short a couple of times in the first two games of the series. Martin Maldonado coming up big there, although he did get thrown out at second. But that was in route to a three-run second inning for the Houston Astros on the way to an 8-5 to victory over the Texas Rangers in a big Big, huge, pivotal, gigantic, whatever you want to call it, victory for the Strohs as they avoid going down 0-3 in the ALCS. Now the Rangers lead the series 2-1, and we are here to talk about it with you on Sports Talk 790. Ross Villarreal with you, trying not to get jumped by these Rangers employees who are staring at me. Hopefully I'll make it out of here alive, but we are going to talk about your Strohs and their 8-5 victory over the Rangers, where the phone lines are open for you at 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. And how about we begin with El Reptile 
Christian Javier just when the Astros needed it. We talked about it on the pregame. We heard some of the availabilities yesterday from Martin Maldonado, Chaz McCormick, uh, and Dusty Baker talking about it. Like, if you want somebody with your backs against the wall and you're on the road and you need somebody to come up huge, everybody's saying we would go with Christian Javier. And he's come up huge in these moments, especially on the road as well. And he came up big today as well. He did have the two-run home run by Josh Young. How about that guy, by the way? If we were doing Rangers post game, he would be the player of the game. Two two-run shots for the Rangers. Four of their five runs scored, driven in by him. But the two-run shot by Josh Young there, Outside of that, El Reptile was great as he no-hit the Rangers for four innings and change there. And overall, five and two-thirds innings pitched. He also gave up three hits, two earned runs, of course, on that two-run shot. One walk, three strikeouts, 85 pitches for him, and just what the doctor ordered for the Houston Astros, exactly when they needed it. And, you know, you're going into this game, like I said in the pregame, like, I feel like it's going to happen. I feel like it's going to be good. But I also predicted that Framber Valdez was going to hold things together in game number two, and the guy completely came unglued in the first inning of uh, of that game. And then that was it. The Astros could never recover. So you never know how it's going to to go that's why you can't predict the future and that's why we watch the games as they are because uh you just never know what to expect a lot of things to get to on this game i mean the outstanding p- uh, catch made by leody Tavares, robbing jordan alvarez of a home run the super outstanding catch from michael brantley as well that helped uh, helped the astros get this one done uh hector naris gave up a two-run shot but that's okay brian abreu gave up a run for the first time since july 18th but then ryan presley comes in and closes the door notches his third save of the postseason and now a perfect 14 for 14 in in the playoffs in his history as a closer how about that for reliability all right we're going to talk about it on the phones chris gordy is down in the clubhouse right now getting some audio he'll join me as we go along and i want to hear from you folks on the phone lines what a sigh of relief as the astros get a victory in game number three seven one three two one two five seven ninety the phone number seven one three two one two five seven ninety let's go ahead and get it started with tim in spring on the xfinity listener lines here on the 10th inning show go ahead tim Hi, I'm so happy. Uh, I congratulate the awesome Astros. Uh, they pulled it together, pulled it all their, their, what am I trying to say, their talents together and got the job done. And last night I said, don't give up on the Astros and all the Astro fans that lose confidence so quickly. I hope they're feeling guilty and I <laughs> uh, hope they learn their lesson. Yeah, I hope they learn their lesson. Don't pull out and just uh, lose confidence and say the Astros can't, you know, don't have what it takes. Uh, the um, Texans, uh, I mean, the Texans, the uh, Rangers, uh, they're Tigers. They're playing hard, but we can play like Tigers and play hard, too. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Tim. Yeah, I mean, this was just much needed. And, yeah, I would love to hear. Actually, for, if you're somebody who said that this series was over after game number two, how you feeling, baby? 713-212-5790. I got a couple of phone lines open for you. And we said the same thing last year. We've said this so many times with this uh, this run that these Astros have been on. Now, they haven't won the World Series every time, of course. They've done it twice. Eliminated in 19 as huge favorites. 18, the Red Sox buzzsaw. Uh, 20, getting down 3 and unfortunately unable to dig yourself out of that, even though you did force a game number 7, and then losing in the World Series when... 
Uh, you couldn't get any sort of starting pitching going in that year. So, yeah, they, they don't win it every year. But trying to, 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 to discount this team and declare a series over after two games, I mean, that's just unconscionable to me. How can you just have this, this track record that we've seen from them getting down in these moments and this experience that they have and say this is over? I don't know if you're just trying to cope or trying to push your feelings to the side or whatever, but uh, I was somebody, uh, especially after that O2, saying, man, I feel like probably more calm than I probably should with, with the way this I feel that this could go, especially with Christian Javier on the hill for the Astros. And like we said, all the quotes from everybody yesterday saying, this is the guy we want out here. This is the cold-blooded guy. Martin Maldonado checking his pulse and saying he's got no pulse. This guy's dead. That's how cold-blooded he is. And he came up huge for the Astros in game number three. 713. 713- Two one two five seven ninety. The phone number seven one three two one two five seven ninety. Let's keep it going on the Xfinity listener lines here as we talk about the Astros eight to five victory in game number three. Uh, holding longest. Next up is Daniel in League City on the Astros tenth inning show. What's up, Daniel? Hey, uh, yeah. So I just want to give some comments about the Astros this season. Like they were having a struggle throughout the season this year. Um, downfall sometimes, but they always seem to uplift themselves as they play together as a team. And then, you know, they did, some people didn't expect for the Astros to make it to playoffs. Well, this is what they've done many times over the course of, you know, how many years that they've been a great team. And, you know, it's just really confident, or it's really, um, it gives encouragement to the Houston uh, community when they see the Astros, you know, struggle so much, but yet battle so hard to get back to where they want to go. And then, yeah, you know, the 2-0 uh, deficit that they had to uh, come back from tonight uh, was like, you know, heartbreaking. But at the same time, you have to realize that the Astros have just as much heart as the other teams do, and they will fight and fight and fight no matter what they are against or up against, rather. And, you know, this this game tonight is just a testament to their playing ability, their confidence level. Even though they're down, they always seem to find that strength in the bottom of the heart to rise up and conquer their fear or whatever you want to call it. And now I have a really good feeling that they're going to make it to the World Series again just based off the playing ability that they had tonight. Yeah, thanks a lot, Daniel. I appreciate you getting in, and uh, thanks for making the call. Yeah, it's uh, like, like I just said, it's now the series is not over. The Astros still, I mean, if you want to be anywhere, you'd want to be up 2-1 in this series, and you'd want to be having uh, the next two at home, with the Rangers can still completely close out the Astros in the next two games. So there's no way to predict what's going to happen in the future. But to completely discount the team, to completely write them off, and, and say that this series is over, uh, obviously what was a mistake. So... That's okay. That's how fandom goes. Not everybody, uh, it, it, different directions you can go. If, if, if it's 50-50, if you want to say I believe or you want to say this thing's over, that's how it is. So no necessarily, no, no reason to say I told you so. 
especially if you've been listening to our good man Ranger Stan the last couple of days, 10 to 12 here on Sports Talk 790. I'm just joking with you, Stan. But, yeah, a must-win game, as some people are tweeting and said as well. They got the win. You go tomorrow. Uh, I haven't seen, uh, unfortunately, it's come across my timeline, if it officially is going to be Jose Arquiti on the hill tomorrow for the Astros. I imagine it is going to be. Okay, so apparently uh, Josh C., my producer, telling me in my ear, Dusty's said he's not going to reveal until Bruce Bochy does. It's a staring contest between two septuagenarian managers here on uh, in Major League Baseball and the ALCS. I guess we'll see what happens there, but I would still imagine it's going to be Jose Arquiti because your other candidates are, are Hunter Brown, who's really been too shaky uh, down the stretch, and J.P. France, who was solid in relief for you. But, yeah, I mean, you can't even – when did he even throw? That was game two, right? When he came in, he threw those two and a third innings. So, yeah, it's it's going to be Jose Arquiti. I, I mean, whatever. If, if Dusty Baker wants to think he's playing some sort of mind games and this is going to gain him some kind of advantage, that's fine. I, I will go ahead and just – I won't write it in marker or pen just yet, but Jose Arquiti likely the starter for the Astros in game number four. 713-212-5790, the phone number. Let's keep it going here on the 10th inning show presented to you by Xfinity. 713-212-5790. And I'm going to go to somebody that I know didn't give up on the Astros. That would be the one and the only, the incomparable Miss Carroll. Go ahead. The floor is yours. Well, like I told you before, now everybody cried, oh, the Rangers is going to win and this and that, 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 blah. Well, baby, I told you. Before, Ross, I told you that we're going to see who's going to get the last lap. Didn't didn't you hear me say that? Yes, you did. Uh, All right. We're going to see who gets the last lap. I told you that the the bats are going to explode. If we had got a hit in the ninth inning on... On Monday, we would have won. Let me tell you something. That's behind us. Now, we won tonight. Look out, buddy. Game number four, we're in the door. Game number five, look out. Come on. We got to play game three, game four, and game five in Texas, right? Uh, yes, Game 3 they won today, and then the next two are here in Arlington, and then uh, they need to win one of the next two to force it back to Houston. Okay, they need, if they win two, if they win two, they will be three and two. And all we got to do <laughs> is close it out on Sunday. Uh-huh, yeah, four and two. I believe in our Astros, Mr. Ross. And I know you do, too. Listen, we ain't got no cheap cheap punks on our team. We got men. <laughs> we got men. Did you hear what I said? We got yes. men. Yes, and no they, cheap punks. they got some grit. All right, Miss Carroll. Thanks a lot. Uh, appreciate you getting in. And, yeah, we know that you never wavered in your support. And, yeah, they, they, they grit is what you said. I mean, this is just a, a, a lineup and a team full of guys who have been there and done that and have 
the the track record in, in the postseason. I mean, Christian Javier being part of a, a no hitter in the World Series last year, and then coming up huge in a game where down the stretch. Well, down the stretch the last several starts, he was much less shaky. But there was a period there where he had an ERA. I think it was 13 starts somewhere in the middle of the season. He had an ERA over seven. And I keep going back to this to where the Astros, it, it kind of spoke to me that they believed that he would be able to turn it around because they never put him in the bullpen. They never said, you know what, we need to give this guy a breather. It just seems like they kept putting him out there because they kept on feeling like he was close. So down the stretch of the season, he comes up with a huge start against Arizona. He comes up with a big-time start in Minneapolis on the road, five innings of one-hit ball where the Astros need a victory to, to, to try to continue and, and on in the series and, and go for uh, a clincher the next game, which they did with Jose Arquiti starting. And then today, I, I mean, you needed... And you got it. You needed to stop the bleeding because I mean, the first two games are very close. But it doesn't matter if you lost ten to one or fifteen to one or two to zero and five to four like they did. The bottom line was you were down o to two, uh, o two, and you just could not afford to go down o three. So I mean, big time, big time stuff from Christian Javier for the Houston Astros. Seven one three. 212-5790, the phone number as we go along, 713-212-5790. And uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and do it for our guy, Christian Javier. We're going to name him the player of the game, brought to you by Twin Peaks. Five and two-thirds innings, two earned runs, that two-run shot by Josh Young. That was it, and he was uh, not going to necessarily – didn't wasn't – flirting with a no-hitter or anything at that point when you only throw six innings. But still, came coming up huge, he is your Twin Peaks player of the game here on the Astros' 10th inning show. Let's keep it going on the Xfinity listener lines. Holding longest and next up is Chris in the Heights. What's up, Chris? Well, uh, good win, and I thought maybe one better thing they did this game as opposed to the first two was in handling that young outfielder, uh, I think his name is Evan Carter for the Rangers, uh, you know, Christian Javier seemed to be, you know, striking him out, at least in the innings I saw. And I don't know if you, you saw those in bats or if, if we were doing something different with him because he, he seems just, you know, fearless and he's never, never been in the playoffs before, but, and was playing in a, in a different way, but, uh, we seem to be able to handle him better tonight. Yeah, uh, it was interesting with uh, Christian Javier, and thank you for making the call, Chris, because you have the same thing that happened that Rocco Baldelli did in Minneapolis, right, where you're stacking the deck with lefties. I think it was six guys coming at you from the left side of the plate. I think it was four lefties and two switch hitters. Tonight it was three lefties, I believe, and two switch hitters for the for the Texas Rangers. So what that means, Christian Javier prefers to face righties. He's got better numbers his entire career against righties, and he's just basically going to pump fast, fastballs and sliders and, and then call it a day on righties, and he's got such good stuff that that's going to be able to carry the day for him. But, yeah, against lefties, you see him mix in more curveballs. He'll mix in some more... Uh, change-ups and stuff like that, and those are you know, his, his third and fourth best pitches, and those aren't things that he necessarily throws a lot. So that's another thing where you have to credit Christian Javier where they are, the opposing managers are doing the right thing, right? I mean, the career numbers say put in lefties against Christian Javier, and he's going to struggle. And five innings of one-hit ball against the Twins, and then the five and two-thirds of two-run ball, 
tonight. That makes it a spe- even that much more impressive that Christian Javier is able to do it. Yeah, I'm pulling up the lineup. It's three lefties, two switch hitters against Christian Javier. So five of the nine coming at you from the South Paul side of the plate, and he is able to get it done. It's just it's just awesome to see. And, and that was even something in the pregame we were talking about it. And, and I was on with Chris Gordy, and we were at Target Field, and I'm like, yeah, man, oh, Christian Javier, he's done this before. He's going to be fine. And then I look at the lineup sheet, I'm like, what? Excuse me? This is, me. This is, this is actually my lineup sheet, by the way. You can hear it. Uh, well, excuse me? Four lefties and two switch hitters? Oh, no. Maybe my prediction isn't going to be so hot. But, no, same thing tonight. I'm like, uh, I think Christian Javier is going to be fine. Okay, it's five, uh, five. Boom. Gets it done. Very, very impressive stuff uh, from, from Christian Javier. And you also have to give credit to Martin Maldonado, the pitching coaching staff, everybody. It is more like Javier is the tip of the spear. It's a lot of work that goes into it, especially in these playoffs. And you had to give credit to, to the Rangers the first couple of games. They did a very, very spectacular job, really. Uh, of pitching against the Astros or anybody not named Jordan Alvarez, but Jordan Alvarez is an alien. He's not of this planet, so I I don't even think we need to count him. Dude is just uh, a straight-up monster and should have had a home run tonight to go along with his other couple of hits. So, uh, yeah, credit to Christian Javier for coming up huge. And, and Martin Maldonado and the whole coaching staff for your Houston Astros that uh, continues to be the backbone of this long run of success that they've had here in Houston. 713-212-5790, the phone number. Let's keep it going on the phone lines of the Xfinity listener lines with Joey. What's up, Joey? What's going on, guys? I, I'm enjoying the show, but I'm going I'm to I'm say this. Yeah, I know Houston won tonight. I understand that. But I said at the very beginning of the series it was going to be a 4-1 series in favor of the of the Rangers. I, I thought they were going to split in Houston and then all of a sudden they come back home, but it didn't it didn't work out like that. Uh the tech, uh I'm sorry, the Rangers won the first two in in uh in Houston and now they came back here and lost one. I still think that the series is going to go four-one the Rangers, uh, and I'm, I'm thinking that Joey, Joey, where are you calling us from? Are you calling us from Dodger Stadium? Where are you, what, are you an Astros fan? Uh, no, and I've been I've not oh, been okay. one ever ever since they they that cheating scandal. See, yes. I'm a, I'm a type of person. If a person cheats, I can't yes. trust you no more. I can't uh-huh. trust you no more. But I'm a, I'm gonna tell you another thing that 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 uh, uh, Houston fans are the uh, ought to understand. Houston teams have have a uh, they have an act of building the city up, only to let them down. Oh. Okay, at, like at, the Astros, at, who were two time World Series champions, they just let the city down. Well, one of those one of those championships it was the cheating scandal. And in, in my well, they, they, opinion, yeah, they did cheat, but not in the playoffs. I mean, if you want to go ahead and check the trophy case, I believe it's still in there. So, uh, And you want to go ahead and just okay. go ahead. Go, well, no, no type, I, type into Google.com, Joey. You know, just do me a favor yeah. here. Go to Google.com, type in 2017 World Series champions, and see what pops up. It's, it's, still, it's still there. But what I was saying is, in my opinion, when, it, when, the, uh, when the league, when Major League Baseball found out that the Astros cheated, they should have put, they should have stripped them for that championship that year. Yeah. That's the- well, then, well, it didn't happen, uh, 
Joey, and I'm so sorry you're disappointed in that. Uh, you could have seen that happen, and then Rob Manfred would have been slapped with the biggest lawsuit in his, from, in his life from Jim Crane. So, okay, we don't even need to go on that. Uh, let's just keep it going here on the Xfinity listener lines at 713-212-5790. Robert in Stafford, go ahead. Hey, hey, Joey, crybaby. You know, you just you just can't face the facts. When you're a champion, you stay a champion, and you keep going as a champion, and you're going to die until the last. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Ninth ending. And it, it goes to show you, 2-0, 5-4, we got the champions on our side. And you got to stick with it. If you don't, just don't be calling and just wasting people's time. <laughs> just tell it like it is. You're just jealous and you can't do it. So... Just crazy, just like that. What's his name? Uh, Ryan something saying about pissing, pissed off. He was pissing me off to the point I said, I just turned him off. All, and all right, they keep Robert. letting people talk that way. I just, you know, I just, I just can't stand when people just talk and they just talk just to talk and they don't walk and just back it up like the Astros. All right. Thanks a lot, Robert. Appreciate you uh, getting in there. Yeah, if we can talk all we want in circles, but like I said, just put it into Google.com. Show me where the trophy is. It still lies at Minute Maid Park. Um, Chris Gordy now joining us on Sports Talk 790, the Astros 10th inning show presented by Xfinity. Uh, did I turn it on? I thought I did. Okay, clearly I did not. Gordy, go ahead. Uh, anything to report from down in the bowels of Globe Life Field after the Astros pull off the victory to pull within a game now, the Rangers leading 2-1? to one. Yeah, really happy clubhouse, but understanding the mission at hand. Jose Altuve said, uh, just said moments ago. He said, "Yeah, we're we're going to enjoy this. We, it's it's a great win, and we're happy with it. But we understand we got to come back tomorrow and uh, t- bring that same uh, attitude and effort tomorrow." So, uh, you know, it was interesting. You know, somebody asked Alex Bregman about you know he had a couple balls hit really hard that were right at the warning track and almost got out. And you know, the idea that they scored what eight runs tonight, but it really could have been twelve. Seriously, 14, like. <laughs> With the way that they were hitting the ball, and um, you know, Bergman said, "Look, that's just baseball sometimes." But yeah, they they like hitting in this ballpark. I don't know what it is. Like I've brought up that that batter's eye is basically from left center to right center, uh, just extends the entire outfield, and it's all green, and they can see the ball really, really well out of the pitcher's hands. There, don't give them any ideas. They might start changing the batter's <laughs> They're eye. They're gonna here. put stripes on it but, uh, before to, before tomorrow. Yeah, something like that. But uh, no, they've they've just they've had a. Um, They've done a great job hitting here, and again, they understand they they got to come back tomorrow and try to 
knock this thing out again. But uh, no, it's it was really cool. David, it was kind of a subdued celebration. Put it that way. Like, they, don't they, say subdued in this building. That's true. Yeah. You know, uh oh. <laughs> no, this was actually. By, this was we're actually, get tackled by Chris Young. This was actually subdued, but okay. it was. Uh, David, put it this way: David Hensley had showered. He was in his clothes, and he was dr- drinking, I think, a Modelo, just sitting in his seat. Oh, okay, enjoying a nice beer, you know. Okay, I like that. I like that a lot. By the way, you mentioned how it could have been more. Uh, our good friend XBA expected batting average in this game: mm-hmm. two eleven for the Rangers, three eighty three. For the Astros, wow. I mean, they were just tattooing balls all over the freaking place. And, and think, I mean, like Jordan got robbed of a home run. I mean, they, like, yeah, they, there were there were plenty of runs left out there. Like you just need you needed eight, and it was good enough for the win. But there were plenty of runs left out. there. Well, that's the good. Astros. They saved them for tomorrow, baby. Yeah, that's when the, they'll really try and pour it on. We'll see. Okay, we're gonna take a top of the hour break here on the tenth inning show presented by Xfinity here on Sports Talk 790. My name is Ross Viriel. You want to get in? Well, phone lines are jammed, but as we take them, they will open up for you at seven one three two one two five seven ninety. We're gonna go ahead and that, go ahead and hit that top of the hour break. Can you continue talking about the Astros eight to five victory over the Rangers? Now the series at Two to one, going to square it tomorrow right here at Globe Life Field in Arlington, where we are, thanks to Carbach Brewing. Back in a second here on the 10th Inning Show. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Back to the 790 10th Inning Show. Brought to you by Xfinity 10G. Made for streaming live sports. On the proud home of your Astros. Sports Talk 790. 2-2. That's hammered deep to left center field. Headed toward the gap. Brantley racing over and he runs it down. What a catch by Michael Brantley. Deep left center field that goes into a tumble on the warning track. Holds on to the baseball. Inning over. Boy, can you believe that? Brantley out of nowhere. A flash. Tumbling onto the warning track in left center field. And the catch of the year for the Astros. Thwarting the Rangers' chances here in the sixth inning. What a play. What a play indeed from Michael Brantley, turning back the clock, digging deep, whatever you want to say. A huge catch for him out there, which is your extreme performance of the game, brought to you by Synergenics. Head to fixmylowtea.com for Houston's premier low testosterone solution. Ross Villarreal and Chris Gordy back with you here on the Astros 10th inning show, presented by Xfinity. And I mean, uh, what a catch when you needed it, Gordy. I mean, after Jordan Alvarez getting robbed by Tavares as a home run, the Astros getting one back with Michael Brantley catching that one off the bat of Adolis Garcia. 
It was a throwback to uh, Michael Brantley in about eight years ago in his career. <laughs> he, he he was playing like that every day. So, no, that was huge. It was huge, you know, watching him run. I At first, I thought the ball had a chance to get out, and then I realized, oh, no, it's going to be in, but, oh, that's going to get down. And then almost not quite full extension, but pretty yeah. close to it for Brantley. And it would have scored a run, so it would have been the end of the world or anything like that. But uh, just a big moment right there after Christian, Christian Javier was just pulled and Hector Neres comes in. You're having, after being up 5 nothing, right, and you feel like you're cruising. You're starting to like, all right, things are getting a little shaky here. And, and Christian Javier as well, even before giving up that double to right that Kyle Tucker probably should have had. 95% catch probability on that, but it was uh, screaming off the bat of Evan Carter. But in the hard-hit contact, and Christian Javier was seeming a little shaky. He was throwing some balls more than he was earlier in the game, and the velocity was ticked down just a smidge. And it's like, oh, man, we're teetering here. So to get that in that moment was huge for the Houston Astros. And, of course, your extreme performance of the game brought to you by Synergenics. 713-212-5790, the phone number. A few of you holding very long, a little too long. So we'll continue going along here in terms of longest wait with Jimmy in spring on the Xfinity Listener Alliance. Jimmy, go ahead. Hey there, um, I just wanted to let you all know that, uh, to quote Rudy Tomjanovich, you never underestimate the heart of a champion. Ghost Rose. All right, look, that's what I'm talking about. Short and to the point, never underestimate the heart of a champion. And that's what we were talking about, Gordy, before you got up here. We had a couple of people, and if you recall, you know, we've had people on these post-game shows or tweets or whatever, like, this, this, this series is over. Like, I don't even know why, like, <laughs> it's over. I don't even want to watch anymore. Like, how how can you have that opinion? And let's say, like I said, one game does not a series make. It's not like they're going to come back and it's it's over and the Rangers aren't going to show up the next couple of days. Of course, they're going to continue to still have to try and battle this one out. But how can you say at that when you're down 0-2 with everything that this team has given us that this is over? Yeah, it's it's a little silly, but you know the the reality is that's what makes so much. You know this team so much fun to follow is that they have moments of, um, you know, where they don't play their best, and then moments when they come back and do play their best. So, you know, look, it's it's one game, and you know, ever so closer to even this thing up. But I just th- I think now Ross the challenge is just win one of the next two. You know, you'd love to. I, I know a lot of Astros fans want to get greedy. Let's go, get oh, greedy, let's, baby. Let's win all three. I mean, that would be fantastic as well. But I just think at a minimum, you want to win one of the next two, and. Uh, I don't know if you want to bring it up, but McTaggart put out that yes. the starters are going to be tomorrow being confirmed. And uh, Andrew Heaney has not gone very deep. Like he, I think they used him out of the pen at one point, but like the starts he's had, he's just he's not gone very far, including um, the postseason start a week or well, what was it, about a week and a half ago against Baltimore. He lasted three and two thirds and gave up one run off two hits with one strikeout. But go look at his outings all throughout September and August. It was like four innings here, two innings there, three innings there. I mean, it was just I, I need to go back and look and see how many of those were starts versus maybe coming out of the pen, but it's kind of a weird, like you almost look at it and go, he can't go deep tomorrow. Like, 
Yeah, it'll be interesting, especially on a night where they used John Gray. They did use Martin Perez as well. They didn't use their their high leverage guys and Aroldis Chapman and Jose Leclerc. But a couple of the arms that I figured they would go to, piggybacking off of Max Scherzer, who we haven't even talked about and covered what he gave the Rangers, which was, um, well, unfortunately for those here in Arlington, not very much, but fortunate for us in Houston as he posted the line, four innings, five earned runs, and 63 pitches. But, yeah, you went to a couple of your other guys who I, I, I guess – would you go to somebody like a Martina Perez or a John Gray two days in a row? How much are you going to go with uh, Andrew Heaney? And, yeah, we were going to play some audio of Dusty Baker being dodgy, which you'll actually hear in full in a little bit uh, here. But he didn't want to reveal who his starter was. I guess Bruce Bochy blinked first, Andrew Heaney, and it's going to be Jose Urquidy for the Houston Astros. But on Heaney, 34 games in the regular season, six of them out of the pen, 28 starts, 4.15 ERA. And then, yeah, as you mentioned in the postseason, last time out, three and two-thirds innings against Baltimore, only gave up the one run, and then three innings before that. So, I'm sorry, three innings was actually last year. Sorry, so only one appearance in these playoffs against the Baltimore Orioles where he was effective, but yeah, interesting. And to what, see. How many starts did you say he's had this year? 28. And how many of those uh, I did, how many of his starts this year were um, like over you know, were, were like extended outings? Like what, how many innings did he average in, in appearances? Uh, it looks like 18 of them went five innings or more. Yeah, and then the rest were of his outings. Rest eighteen of his thirty-four outings, five innings or more, and then all of the rest were under five innings. So, yeah, I, I don't know exactly uh, what exactly the strategy is. Well, the funny be thing is, Bucci. if you look at Jose Arquiti's numbers the last two months, it's kind of it's kind of similar, right? I mean, he he, you know, was coming out of the pen, and then he was a starter, but wouldn't go, couldn't go very long. And then, you know, these last couple outings, he pitches the six innings against Arizona and then five and two-third against Minnesota last week. So, um, yeah, maybe kind of two, two pitchers, kind of the same boat, but I don't know, just me looking at the numbers, it feels like Arquiti's a guy could maybe you could maybe get five, maybe even mm-hmm. six out of tomorrow, whereas Heaney, I mean, what, four or five? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And Brian Abreu, do you go to him that well again tomorrow? Uh, he gave up the run today, first time since July 18th. It's also his third appearance in four days. Tomorrow would be four appearances in five days. So uh, the recipe, of course, would be beat up on Andrew Heaney, and then it's like J.P. France, Hunter Brown season. But doesn't always go according to plan, doesn't always go the way you want it to. But four outs tonight from Hector Neris. Those are your seven, eight, nine guys. And unfortunately... You didn't want to have to go to that formula on game one of three games in a row in three days, but you did. And y'all, not only did you go your seven, eight, nine, it's three games in four days for Brian Abreu, who was struggling a little bit out there, giving up some some hits, uh, giving up a hit and a walk, and then most importantly, the run there. But Ryan Presley worked around a walk that shouldn't have been. Mitch Garver did swing, and it should have been a strike three there at the end, but. Anyways, he he notches his 14th postseason save and 14th tries. But something to keep an eye on, for sure, with Urquidy. How stretched out is he? How deep can he go tomorrow? And you already use your seven, eight, nine games, guys, in game one here. Let's keep it going on the phone lines here on the 10th Inning Show on Sports Talk 790. Ross Villarreal with you at 713-212-5790. Robert in La Porte next up. What's up, Robert? 
Hey, Ross, Chris, great win. Everyone contributing. I want to give a shout-out to Dubon in the bottom of third for being 500 hitters tonight, six out of 12 hits tonight from those guys, just moving that lineup and just showing these guys what we're made of. Just keep that line moving, going run, run, run. Yeah, thanks a lot, Robert. Appreciate it. Yeah, we didn't even mention that much. I mean, Mauricio Dubon gets put in the lineup uh, in lieu of Chaz McCormick, three for four for him today. Uh, he's just been hitting very well. So far in this postseason, I think he was hitting, was it 375 by like three for eight so far? And then, okay, quick math, six for 12 in the, in the postseason. He's hitting 500. I think that's pretty good. So uh, you also got a hit out of Pena, which was nice to see a single to the right side that scored a run. And then Martin Maldonado coming up big with a couple of hits himself. Yeah, I was just looking at, uh, we, we had a listener tweet us and said, in three or four outings against. Heaney this year. The Astros' contact rate has been over 80%, and it was 86% tonight. We're going to get to this guy in their bullpen again tomorrow. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's kind of funny. Andrew Heaney has pitched against the Astros three times this year. Uh, first one came back in April April 16th. He pitched five shutout innings, just two hits. And then uh, the last two outings in late Jan- uh, July, Astros got after him three runs in five innings. And then in... Uh, September fourth, Astros got him for three runs off five hits and four and two third innings. So yeah, you almost want to say like when those types of things happen, you're like, oh, there's this this game they've been killing this guy all season, then all of a sudden miraculously he comes out and shuts you out. But no, at the no, very Ross, that will not happen. <laughs> at the very least, it's good. I would say it's better to have a good track record than a bad one, especially over multiple multiple appearances. But I remember remember when the the Royals like oh. Jordan Lyles, Astros got to this guy. They're going to be fine. And then he threw like five shutout innings. But more appearances, more times the Astros have seen Andrew Heaney. And uh, I think that portends well for them and their success tomorrow in game number four. Let's keep it going on the phones at 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. The Xfinity listener lines. Rodney on the Northeast side. Next up. What's up, Rodney? Hello. Hello. I can. Yeah, man. Yeah, back at Joy, though, man. Uh, I mean, the door said, man, people are strange, man. You still come here talking about the Astros cheating scandal and all that. And they keep in playoffs every year, almost in the World Series every year. Uh, losing players, good players every year. Gary Cole, Berlander, but Berlander came back. Uh, Springer, Correa, and you still in the playoffs, uh, knocking on the World Series every year. These people still. Talking about the Astros, but forget all that. I, I really want to talk about you know the, the pitcher rotation. Having uh, family about that's number two don't work for me, man. Like yeah, the, the guy been yeah, he been sick <laughs> all year. Why you got him in number two? Man, he can be down. He can be down in uh, in that rotation and like number four. I'm behind um uh, behind her kitty. He should be behind her kitty, man. So well, you know what's the manager doing, man? Uh, I, I can't understand that. Uh, yeah, and why why can't uh, Dustin Baker put together a bullpen game or something? All right, Rodney, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Um, I just don't expect that to happen, Gordy. I know um, it's been talked about about Framber Valdez, and uh, of course we'll also come to that bridge <laughs> when we cross it. That would yes. be what a game number six in Houston in this series. But Framber has been shaky all year, but he's also shown you flashes of brilliance. I almost want to make the analogy. It's like, oh, Gordy, you've, you've been in an acting class or two in your day. Like somebody who it can be a good actor, but they need to stay on script. They need lines. 
they need like Frober Valdez is a great pitcher when he can stay on script. When something doesn't go his way, when he's not getting calls from the umpire, when a guy is like not making a play defensively and somebody makes an error and guys get put on, or when he himself makes an error or he hits somebody, like any number of these little he's like, like all these little triggers where all of a sudden he just continues to unravel and he completely falls apart and then he can settle in after an inning, but before he settles in, like two or three guys are going to come up and hit rockets off of him. Yeah, I think we'll cross that bridge when we get there, and I'll say this. I think my opinion will be swayed uh, one way or another if the Astros win the next two or win one of the next two, how I feel about a potential fromber. Right. start on Sunday for <laughs> You a feel game. better up 3-2 than down 3-2. I get yes. it. Yes. Uh, for sure. Uh, but I think I think you have to go to him. You just have to go to that well. You say, what, do you, what do you want? Fromber Don't have to. I think you do. I think you do. Because um, especially so it would be Verlander in game five. And then your other options are a rookie J.P. France. You're not going to go to Hunter Brown. Well, you keep saying a rookie like that man didn't pitch a million innings this year. Uh, and like he also and didn't. was awesome all year. Uh, he was not awesome all year. Last month ago, let's go look at uh, at his last couple of months of the season. Or maybe the very elite. Yeah, and he is 28 years old. But still, like I know a rookie as in like he. this is the most pitch innings he's ever pitched in his entire career. He had one absolutely abysmal outing against the Red Sox. And he had like two other uh, rough outings. Other than that, he was he was pretty damn good. I mean, like basically gave you like six innings and two runs every time he went out there. Uh, last two months of the season, Jonathan Patrick France five point eight four ERA and nine games, eight starts. Okay. Yeah. And, and what and and but but take out the August twenty fourth start. And tell me what the numbers are. Um, why would like I t- it, take out the, t- the start where one, he gave up ten one, runs? It was one. I'm really not going to take out the start where he gave up ten runs. Well, remember they kept him in because they were like, ah, we need right. to get, we don't want to burn any other arms. All right, take out the New Orleans bias, and then we'll, we'll see what we're talking I'm about. I'm saying I'd have, <laughs> I have. If we get to Sunday, I have more damn faith in JP France getting the ball on Sunday than I do giving it. to I understand you'd be more shaky. in my head, Valdez. But who do I think is going to has a better chance of going out there and giving you seven innings of one run ball? It's Farmer Valdez. Does. Well, I mean, yeah. it's, it's just that. But how about six innings of two run ball? I'll take that because well, I know. How about what this? G- it's the JP's second Framber lets somebody on base. You got JP France in there, ready to go. Well, uh, why? Why does happen. he have to go clean up Framber's mistakes? <laughs> he should just get the start. Because because he's not Framber. He's just not. I'm sorry. I like Framber's not Framber this year. Yeah, that's true. And the last two times he came out. Gosh. You're like the the ex who's been broken up with eight times. You just keep going back. No, he really he's really gotten his act together, Fromber. They're not going to shelve him. That's just that's a non-starter. It's I I would I would be shocked. I would be shocked if they I go JP France show him we can't, over Fromber all this. All right, seven one three two one two five seven ninety is the phone number. David in Texas City, go ahead. Hey, great game today. Hey, my question is: Does Dusty pull a Dusty and mess with this lineup that we got going right now? Taking the hot hand, taking the hot bat out with Dubon and going back with McCormick. Um, that, I guess that, that'll come to see whoever has better numbers uh, against Andrew Haney, and or if the, either of them have seen him, and who would you go with? Uh, I understand, like we like Mauricio Dubon, and Dubon got three hits today. You put him in the lineup, and absolutely, he showed up well. Uh, Andrew Heaney is a left-hander, and Chaz McCormick is a lefty crusher. Chaz so is I don't know. two for seven against Heaney. Mauricio is four for 12. Okay. 
So both of them with some success. Either of them, have, what's what's the home run numbers looking like? If you uh, have those. Mauricio Dubon does have a home run off Andrew Heaney. Okay. Maybe if he wants to go against Michael Brantley, the le- you know how Dusty goes with his left on left and all that type of stuff. Brantley did go 0 for 5 today. With a strikeout, he did make a nice play in left. Could we see a Dubon in center? But he had one that in left. we thought was getting down, and the, the outfielder made a, made a play on it. Got under yeah, it, but, uh, but he, I'm just saying, uh, don't try to get into our minds or your mind or my mind. Get in, Try to get into Dusty's mind. If he wants to keep Dubon out there, he does like hot hands. He also does like veterans, and he also does like lefty-righty splits, and Michael Brantley is a lefty, so... Just something to consider. I don't know. We'll see when the lineup comes out. Jose Abreu, four home runs, lifetime off Andrew Heaney. Ooh, I like that. Because Jose Abreu was hot in the ALDS special the last two games. Uh, not so much here in this series. Al- one for four in game one, 0 for three, and then one for five. Altuve's got two off him. How about Kyle Tucker? He's one for ten lifetime on Andrew Heaney with a home run. No, oh, he's due. Yeah, for okay, do for more home runs. And five walks. How about that? Five walks too. How about Tucker with the walks tonight? That was huge. Yes, yes, uh, that was good. And then he had that double there at the end. Unfortunately, uh, Gary. Uh, by the way, we haven't even talked about this either. So many different angles and things to get to on this game. The Gary Pettis send at the end there, where Jordan Alvarez was thrown at home, just from where we were sitting in the press box, which is pretty high up. I mean, I was just saying in my mind. Of course, there's. No reading, no rooting in the press box. You got to be a professional. But I'm saying, in my mind, I'm going, no, 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 no. Then he sent him, and he was just, I mean, thrown out by a mile. Yeah, I was okay with it. It was you were you want to be aggressive. You're trying to go up nine to five instead. You're trying to get that extra insurance run. You got to make sure it's a perfect, perfect throw, and it was. So tip of the cap. Like did anybody sit there going, "What are we doing?" Like it's whatever. You have a three run lead. Yeah, like I said, I would. At the time, I thought it was a bad send. But I also understand the rationale behind it, just trying to be aggressive and trying to get that extra insurance run. Let's go to Clint and Alvin in the Xfinity Listener Lines holding longest. What's up, Clint? How's it going? Um, just talking, no issue with the send there at the end with the situation in the game. I wanted to talk about tomorrow. So Heaney is going to start, of course, but uh, it sounds probably Dane Dunning, like if he struggles, will probably be the guy out of the pen for them. Um, and with the Astros, of course. Our Kitty and our high leverage guys may not be available. So, um, you know, Phil Montero and Phil Maton will probably need to get some, may need to get some key outs tomorrow for the Astros. You know, hopefully the bats continue to swing it and Kyle Tucker does well. So, just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that. All right. Thanks a lot, Clint. Uh, appreciate you getting in. Yeah. I mean, could we come into now? I wonder if for Brave, they're even going to make him available three out of four games. Do you, I guess maybe it's the playoffs and you're like, you know what? It's the playoffs. We're going to make him available. We're going to try not to use him and avoid him at all costs and go to maybe a Ryan Stanek who, who warmed up today. Yeah, he warmed today. Or, honestly, I'm not like, you know, oh, Rafael Montero is going to shut him down, but he's been better the last, you know, since the and all-star break. Him, the yeah. numbers are, are a lot better. Unfortunately, you don't have a guy like Kendall Graveman who didn't make the roster because of his shoulder discomfort. And, and Phil Maton, the spin master. Maton's like the come-get-us-out-of-trouble guy now. Yeah. Especially or, fourth or fifth inning, something yeah, like that. Fourth or fifth. Neris is to come get us out of trouble in the sixth. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, I mean, could you 
kind of patch it together. You get enough from Jose Arquiti. The plan would obviously be the Astros just blast Andrew Heaney for like eight runs, and then you don't have to worry about any of this. But you you can't necessarily it's not necessarily going to go to script like you want. So if there is a high leverage situation, mid innings, Ryan Presley should be available. He did pitch two of the last three days, pitching for you in game number two, and then tonight closing it out. So I imagine he's going to be available. They'll probably try at all costs to stay away from Brian Abreu, but if they was like a dire situation, maybe maybe they would. Can we get back to the phone lines here? Sure, why not? 713-212-5790 is the phone number. Um, this says this is Mattress Mac calling us from Arlington. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, here, Mac. I want to talk to you. What's up, Mac? How about How the Astros? Good. Hey, how, how about that? Hey, you didn't get any scuffles with anybody in the concourse today, did you? No, I was going to tell you, I had more trouble with the uh, Rangers fans at Minute Maid than I did up here. <laughs> I saw you I saw you down below, Matt. Hey, all, all the Ranger I, fans give me hell. <laughs> I got a picture of you before the game. You were there, and I twi- I put it on our 790 Instagram, Mac. I said, if Mattress Mac is here, look, when you come to road games in the playoffs, more often than not, the Astros win those games. So I had a good feeling tonight. Well, we, the Astros played a great game. We'll be here tomorrow and Friday. So all I got to say is go Astros. Let's keep it going. I love it, Mac. Thanks for the call, man. Thanks, guys. Y'all have a great show. All Thanks. right. Hey, appreciate it. There we go. Mattress Mac. Some bad news for Mac, though. Like, he's going to have to pay out for some mattresses, right, if they win this whole yeah, thing. Yeah, but so. I think overall, look, I don't know. I'm not pocket-checking the guy, but he also <laughs> makes those bets he on the Astros bets, to yeah. win. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's Ghost Rose full board yeah. for, for Mattress Mac. And we know it's Ghost Rose for us here on Sports Talk 790 as well. 713-212. How about that, man? Mattress Mac just it's dropping in. That's action. awesome. I love give, it. We need to give Mac the hotline. He <laughs> yeah, can call that, anytime he wants. That's true. That's true. 713-212-579. Let's keep it going on those Xfinity listener lines with Antonio in South Houston holding longest. What's up, Antonio? Hey, how's it going, guys? Sorry, man. We had to put Mattress Mac in front of you. I hope you don't mind. Oh, no. I don't mind at all, man. I love the guy. I bought merch there all the time. No biggie. But I want to say to you guys, man, you guys are great, man. I appreciate you guys throwing some good good vibes about the, the home team. And But here's my question. Um, I was listening to the game tonight, and um, when the Astros got up in four or five, four or five runs, and when I was still feeling nervous, man. What do you guys think, man? Do you guys feel nervous, a little, a little skeptical? Talk to me. Uh, yeah, when it was five nothing, I was feeling pretty good, Gordy. I don't know about you, but I was like, okay, we're feeling pretty good uh, at that point. Javier was no hitting the Rangers. I didn't think he was going to complete a no hitter. Nathaniel Lowe, I think, at the first single to the left side. In the fifth inning, so it didn't end up being, uh, uh, you know, going much deeper than that. But I was feeling pretty good when I did start to feel a little bit shaky. Is as I mentioned earlier, when Christian Javier uh, there in the sixth inning was like, eh, it looks like he's gonna velo dip. He's throwing some balls, not looking so great. But then Hector Neris came out and and Michael Br- once Michael Brantley made that catch, that's when I really started to feel good. And then that two run Jordan Alvarez single there in the seventh was like, okay, this this bad boy's over, even after the Josh Young two-run shot. Yeah, was he talking about 
being nervous tonight, or does he, I thought he I thought he was insinuating he oh. feels nervous still for the series. Oh, okay, maybe I thought he meant all this game tonight. Yeah, for the series, absolutely. Okay, well, yeah, our producer Josh he's saying tonight. That's what I thought he was saying. But yeah, I'm still. I mean, you could still be nervous for the series. I feel confident going in tomorrow. Andrew Heaney versus Jose Arquiti, slight edge to the Astros. It would be cooler if they had you know Justin Verlander going or something like that. Or well, now I'm feeling pretty darn confident in Christian Javier with what he's given you, but. Uh, I, I did feel a little nervous. Just one of those things right in the ninth inning. Like, they did get a run off of Brayu. They did. They, he's been pretty unhittable. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, like, that keeps making me wonder about his availability for tomorrow if they want to give him the day off and make him go uh, full bore on game five, but then you might not need him, so. We'll see. They're definitely going to try to stay away from him, I'm sure. I still think but the Mitch Carver walk in the ninth, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, but but it shouldn't have been a walk. Uh, no, it shouldn't have. It, um, the interesting part is, though, look, the bats are – you're going to have to score runs in the series. Like, that's the reality of how this – how these games have been playing out here at Globe Life. Like, uh, just keep the bats swinging, man. It, it was good. We talked about Tucker and what he was able to do. How about Jeremy Pena with the eighth inning RBI single? Like, that was big for him because he's been yeah. kind of a nothing. So, you know, everybody kind of been struggling all did something tonight. Yeah, back of the lineup producing as well for the Astros was definitely huge. Okay, we are going to go ahead and take a bottom of the hour break here on Sports Talk 790 and the 10th Inning Show presented by Xfinity. One phone line available for you if you want to continue getting in. 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. Ross Villarreal and Chris Gordy with you live from Globe Life Field in Arlington. Thanks to Carbock Brewing. We'll be back after this break to continue talking about the Astros. 8-5 to five win over the Rangers right here on Sports Talk 790, your home for your Strohs. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Back to the 790 10th Inning Show. Brought to you by Xfinity 10G. Made for streaming live sports. On the proud home of your Astros. Sports Talk 790. 2-2 to Jordan. Swing and a shot to center field. That's a base hit. Maldonado scores. Altuve around third base. He'll score. A two-run single for Alvarez. It's 7-2 Astros. Inside-out swing by Alvarez, a beauty. RBIs 9 and 10 for Alvarez this postseason in seven games. Dude is just an absolute machine. How about some bases-loaded production from the Astros today in multiple spots where they couldn't get it done with the bases loaded in game number one or game number two with no outs in game number two no less, but a two-run single there from Jordan Alvarez. That is your play of the game presented by Morrow Mechanical. That really started to put things out of reach for the Rangers. They did end up getting five runs, scoring a run off of Brian Abreu in the eighth. Another Josh Young home run in the seventh to uh, also bring them closer, but it was at that point where you really felt like the Astros were going to be able to get it done, thanks in large part to Jordan Alvarez. Two for four today. 
dude is just absolute, absolutely crushing it in the playoffs. And then if not for, I mean, spectacular, spectacular catch from Leody Tavares in center field, robbing him of a home run from a ball that was literally over the fence. You'd be talking about an even better evening offensively from Jordan Alvarez. But there you go, your play of the game presented by Morrow Mechanical here on the Astros' 10th inning show, presented by Xfinity, Ross Villarreal with you, Chris Gordy as well, where the lines are open at 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. Let's keep it rolling. A couple lines open, by the way, if you do want to get in. But Rob in spring is next up. What's up, Rob? Hey, guys, I want to say thanks for taking the call. Congratulations on a pretty much must-win tonight. Uh, I want to ask your, your your guy Joey, man, uh, calling for a, a, a five-game victory here. Uh, guys, aren't the Astros like seventeen and three in their last twenty postseason playoff games? So I, I doubt very seriously that's going to happen. What I'm worried about is when we get back here. Uh, you know, and also, I guess Verlander uh, going to be getting the ball in the fifth game, or do you think you know? Maybe they'll give JP a shot and use Verlander for six, and I'll hang up and listen. All right, thanks a lot. Uh, appreciate it, uh, Rob. Thank you for getting on. So I would imagine you had that'll be on Friday. Yeah, it'll be Verlander on regular rest. So that's what it's going to be on Friday. I would be surprised if they went with anything else. Uh, one discussion that we have been having is game number six. Do you go to the Framberwell again? and hope that he can just go out there and give you a solid start because he hasn't been able to do that so far for you in the playoffs. Two times out, two times not good at all, not making it out of the fourth inning, or excuse me, fifth inning in his first start against Minnesota, and then not making it out of the third inning and being a pitcher that's done that now four times for the Astros in the postseason, but also somebody who's come up huge for you in some big moments and overall in the season was good. So that'll be a decision for Dusty Baker, and we'll come to that bridge when we cross it. But, yeah, tomorrow, Jose Urquidy. Friday, it will be Justin Verlander for the Strohs. And Andrew Heaney on the other side, uh, Gordy, as we went through some of the numbers before, quite hittable, I think, for the Houston Astros tomorrow, who just seem to mash in this ballpark for whatever reason. They say they see the ball well. Dubon said it when you were talking to him. Chaz McCormick saying it. Martin Maldonado saying it. Dusty Baker saying it. I mean, it's it's like a second home for the Astros up here in Arlington. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I mean, the, pro- the problem is this, you keep winning. Eventually, the series has to go back to Minimade, and I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah, so Arkady tomorrow, Verlander on Friday, but it is kind of questionable what will happen necessarily with the bullpen. Abreu pitching three out of four games. Um, Hector Neris giving up a couple of runs. I think that probably makes it pretty easy for you, Gordy, to pick a relief pitcher of the game presented by Rudy's Barbecue. Yeah, uh, probably. I mean, <laughs> I, I guess I'll go with uh, Ryan Presley, right? Got to. I mean, he was. He, he, he allowed one walk, and this is me doing air quotes on the radio. Walk to Mitch Garver. I mean, that was. And from man, from like I said, we have a pretty good vantage point as far as to see certain things in our high area in the in the press box. I'm like, that wasn't even close. And then I'm looking at the replay. I'm like, that wasn't even close. But I'm trying to make sure I'm not like some biased, crazed person. I had to tweet out like that wasn't even close, right? It was clearly a, a check swing from Mitch Garvey. He I didn't hold back. Cameron Mabin and some other guys have been making a case that you should be able to challenge in the playoffs. Yes. You should be able to challenge a specific ball, uh, ball or strike call. Yeah, I. Th- 
well, yeah, it feels like check swings as well, but that's also kind of hard, and it would be... We'll be here. I mean, that till, one would have been overturned, yeah. We'll be here till 2 a.m. <laughs> if we're doing that, I mean... Just, yeah, even if you want to get automatic balls and strikes, which I am in favor of, you're still going to have issues with those types of calls. But anyways, there you go. Ryan Presley, your relief pitcher of the game, brought to you by Rudy's Barbecue. Let's keep it going on the Xfinity listener lines with John on the northwest side. Next up, what's up, John? Hey, fellas, how y'all doing tonight? What's up, man? Hey, man, you know what? Uh... We have a series now, but this is what I want to ask you, man. I am pissed off, man. I don't know if you all have paid attention to this the last few years. Every time A-Rod do our games, he always (laughs) take a poke at the Astros, man. Every time, man, like tonight with that stuff about, well, you know, because of the Astros' past and everything, then they embrace being a villain. You know, he does this every year, man. I don't, I'm not sure what network he worked for, but I don't understand why these networks let him take shots at the Astros during the playoffs, man. And the biggest, the most arrogant cheater in baseball got busted for PEDs twice and had the nerve to try to sue baseball to BS everybody that he did cheat. You know what I'm saying, man? I'm going to hang up and listen, man. I just want to see what y'all got to say about that, man. All right. Thank you, John. Uh, I think A-Rod picked the Astros to win the other night. I don't know who he picked to win tonight. But... Uh, I don't know. Is he getting increasingly orange, or is that just me needing to readjust my television set? He also enunciates... he's, throwing my con- he's throwing my whole contrast off. He also enunciates every word you speak uh, with spaces in between the words. It's, it's, yeah. it's so annoying. They should introduce him as Alex Biogenesis Rodriguez every time he comes on there. I like Jeter. Jeter's become an Astros homer. He's like... Uh, well, I thought he picked the, the Rangers to win the... I don't know. Did he? I'm not watching any of this stuff. We've been a lot of the games. A few weeks so. ago, he was picking... Um, like He was talking about the Astros, and he's like, yeah, the the pedigree. Like This is when the Astros like were faltering out of the playoffs. Yeah, I think, it was a, I think it was around. They go, who do you yeah. like in the postseason, Derek? He goes, the Astros. Yeah, I think it was a few months ago that he did that. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who Alex Rodriguez pitches. uh, He changed to Rangers in seven. Is what Josh sees? Chose, okay. Rangers in seven. I mean, that's not really any big Big Poppy, he loves him some Astros. Big Poppy, I think, was the only one to pick the Astros. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who Alex Rodriguez picks. It doesn't matter who Derek Jeter or I think he called Jordan Baby Poppy because I saw somebody said it's Big Poppy and Baby Poppy. Mm, let's check some of these numbers before we start calling him a baby anything. He ain't a baby to nobody, Jordan Alvarez. But, yeah, we've talked, we talked about that kind of in the pregame, about the comparisons to, to David Ortiz. Yes, lefty. Yes, primarily DH. Yes, dude crushes and in the playoffs and in clutch, uh, cl- uh, clutch situations. But two different animals. He is becoming, me. I mean, he, the numbers he's racking up in postseason. By the way, Altuve... What did we say? He's up to 33 multi-hit games now in the postseason. Yes. like they're... Which I want to go look this up. I thought Jeff Bagwell played in like 31 postseason games ever. Okay. See, so, yeah, <laughs> I was, was going to say, it's like that's more, he's got more multi-hit games than most players have. A lot of people have players games. Have games, postseason games Okay, played. 33 games, but a, a lot of that was like pinch hit opportunities in 2005. So really, as a, posi- as a full-time position player, 26 games for Jeff Bagwell in the postseason ever. Wow. And now Tufay's got like I think he's closing in a hundred. I think tomorrow will be his hundredth postseason game. That's crazy. But but Jordan has got to be climbing up there in terms of uh, 
you know, just production at the plate in, among postseason players. I mean, he's still got a long way to go, but, man. Dang, should have had another home run today, too. He's up there, yeah. That would have been nice. Hell of a catch. Uh, all right, 713-212-5790, the phone number. Uh, let's go ahead and keep going on the phone lines. If you want to get in, there's a couple open for you right now, but let's go to John in Atascacita holding longest on the Xfinity listener lines. Yo, uh... Jordan's looking like Blue Game Jordan. Maldonado <laughs> stepped up tonight, and uh, Philly's looking dangerous. Thank you. Yep. Well, there we go. Short and to the point from John. I like that. Uh, appreciate it. Yeah, F- Philly is looking dangerous for sure. They're looking good. They look like a team on a mission that, like, we they think are. They got their taste of a World Series appearance a year ago, and they're back on a on a tear. Well, uh, we can go back and put some dirt in their mouths. Hopefully, but you got to work by worry about the Rangers yeah, right now because you're in a you're in a two to one hole right here in Arlington. That's the task at hand. But yeah, the the Phillies are good, and I mean, there's no reason to believe that they aren't going to make the World Series, especially where they are. They did add Trey Turner this year, so they are stronger than they were last year, and it's going to be it would be a tough task for whoever makes it. I mean, the Rangers are really good. They're also in, com- in command. Well, I don't say in command, but leading this series right now against the Astros. So we'll come to that bridge when we cross it. But definitely, Philly's looking pretty darn dangerous out there in the National League, up two games to none. Let me ask you something real quick. Over the next two days, let's let's say you're going to split these two. Mm-hmm. Which would you rather? Would you rather lose tomorrow, win Friday, or win tomorrow, lose Friday? And w- why does it matter? What, it, it what's doesn't. the factor? Mathematically, it doesn't. But no, just- I mean. Like mentally, would you rather want to have the game? You don't want to get down three one. I right. would say. But then you got Verlander Friday. You don't and... want to lose Verlander Day. Right. How about just win them both? I mean, that'd be great. But I'm just saying, <laughs> win like, Verlander Day. Which would you feel better about going back to Houston on Saturday? I guess if you lost, and then you can regroup, get the day off, and then come home. Rather than getting down 3-1 and mentally knowing that you have zero room for error the rest of the yeah. series. Yeah, they need to win these next two. Yeah. Hey, I, uh, Tuesday Gut Feelings, Matt Thomas show. I got on early before 1 o'clock, but I'm just saying. I don't want to say it too loud, all these Rangers people around here. There's nobody up here. There there was a bunch of people earlier, and they were kind of staring me down. They've all cleared out. Okay, good. I thought I was going to get clothesline from the back. But uh, I'm going, I, said, I got gut feeling was three straight. Buster only just left. I'm sticking so. with it. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, he, he went to go tr- track down the buzzers for the Astros. Appreciate it. Thanks, Buster. <laughs> he can get you on the case, brother. Jacob in Arlington. Next up. What's up, Jacob? Hey, what's going on? Uh, on my way home, I was at the game. I awesome. Got to just, you know, pride the Astros and uh, going out and just kicking ass, man. It, it uh it was great. Javier throwing a no-hitter through, I believe it was uh, a little over five innings. And, man, dude, the bats came alive. I, I got to believe that they can do that for at least the next couple games. I, it's, uh, you know, they're just, a, they're just a resilient team. It's just the, uh, the postseason experience. I believe, I, I think the Rangers are just a year ahead of when they should have been. And... You know, frankly, I think it's the Astros series to lose. And while I've been nervous about the, the last couple of games that they've had, it's, uh, you know, it's just nice to see them win. I'm going to, you know, hopefully I'll be there tomorrow. I haven't been to a, uh, a game in Arlington where the Astros have lost yet. So 
We'll just, okay. Uh, yeah, you will. You got to keep coming to the next two, Jacob. If, if they haven't lost since you've been here, that's what I'm saying. We'll just we'll, we'll just keep uh, keep trying to get there and keep rolling along, man. Astros all the way. Wait, uh, Jay, Jacob, real quick. When you say you're driving home, you're not driving <laughs> all the way back to Houston, right? You live here. Oh no, 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 no! I live about an hour outside of Dallas in Greenville, Texas. So uh, okay, good. I'm uh, working my way back there right now. Good. All right. Thanks a lot, Jacob. Appreciate you uh, coming on. And yeah, I, guess. I was worried about that. If any any Houstonians might be, uh, you know what? Hotel's all booked up. Let's just hop on the road, drive back to Houston. Mm, probably not a good idea. Yeah, hey, probably not. Certainly, if you've had a couple or something like that. But uh, well, thank you to, to Jacob for getting in, and we'll see. I mean, I would wonder. You know what? I'll go ahead and try to do a quick check right now. If our old friends, the odds makers, have anything going? Yep. Slight favorites are the Rangers tomorrow. Over under nine and a half, uh, minus one fifteen, which means that's what you have to lay to win a hundred. So, very very slight favorites are the Rangers. Andrew, they're favored with Andrew Heaney on the mound. Do they have sports books in Oklahoma, Gordy? <laughs> you can make the drive. I'm just asking up to, for a friend up to South Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean it's about an hour away, right? Do they have books? I'm serious. Like I know they have blackjack and craps and stuff like that. They got they got books over there. Just go to one of the offshore sites. Uh, okay, well, I've heard legal not launch from producer Josh C. Thank you. Okay, well, I guess uh, I can't make it. To, how far is Shreveport from here? Uh, it's a couple hours. Okay, well, oh, well, we know everything's legal in Louisiana. I mean, they don't even care. They're putting bourbon in your baby bottles over there. All right, 713-212-5790, the phone number. Let's keep it going, baby. Y'all want to get in? we got a couple of phone lines for you wide open. Let's go to our good friend Rodney in the Woodlands next up. What's up, Rodney? Hey, how y'all guys doing tonight? Doing well. What do you got? Um, well, I kind of wanted to pivot from the Astros a little bit and talk about this idea of becoming the greatest sports city in the history of sports. Whoa. I like this. I like. You know what? I'm kicking my feet up. I like where this conversation is going. Go ahead, Rodney. <laughs> uh, the trifecta, gentlemen. That's what we're talking about tonight, if y'all are interested. Well, that would be Astros... Texans and Dynamo Rockets but Okay. What do you call a four Peter? <laughs> uh, the quad the quadruple? Yeah, the quadfecta? I don't know. The Quinella? What's that? I don't know. We got to work we got to work on that name, but Oh yeah, we got to get the Rockets to place before they can win. Uh I <laughs> Things are looking good with CJ Stroud. He's looking like he has the makings of a franchise quarterback. Absolutely. Astros, of course, are well ahead of the race as far as everybody else. And eh, well, we need Jalen Green and Jabari Smith Jr. to make that leap before I have some real confidence in them as championship contenders in the next couple of years. But a I'm on board with it. Yeah. I, I don't know any Dynamo players either, but they beat Inter Miami, and you know that's a good sign already. Yeah, won the that's US, true. U.S. Uh, Cup, even though Messi didn't play, but it still counts. Shoot, yeah, exactly. Still counts. I mean, I don't know if you would have gone off but you never know wish he would have played though he's a great player yeah, yeah. all and, right rodney anything else um no not really i'm just uh right. glad i took my call yeah all right awesome. so we, we, i'm glad you made it rodney appreciate it and you know what i'm on board with your sentiment we can get the trifecta going the greatest sport town in the history of sports towns the astros continuing their run we're on our way back up 2017 was <laughs> 
was a good time where everybody was enjoying and feasting and having success. We're on our way back yeah, there. I like it. And, yeah, it's going to be tough next year because we had the caller before talking about Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Rangers were supposed to be a year away. I mean, you had Evan Carter come up, and he was one of the top prospects in baseball and do what he did. And Leota Tavares was also thought of as a prospect like, okay, he's great in center field, but is he ever going to do anything with his bat? And had a solid OPS, 14 home runs for them. And then you add in all, all those kind of the young players around the guys that they paid big-time money for, and Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager, who both of them uh, debuted as Rangers last year and underwhelmed. And they started to turn around as the season went along. But this year, I mean, they were huge. They came up huge. Adolis Garcia made a big-time leap, hitting almost 40 home runs. I mean, this was definitely a, a breakout year for the Rangers. And that's somebody, we can talk about this, I guess, later, Gordy, but coming up like, ne- like next year, like these young guys for the Rangers are going to get better. They, they still have these veterans. They're going to get DeGrom back. They do. They have but Scherzer. I they've mean, got a lot of, uh, like the Astros only have four players hitting uh for agency that Rangers have a, have a lot more. By the way, you mentioned Scherzer. Scherzer's going to be 40 next year. Okay, like let's see how much longer he remains at yeah. the top of really, really good. But uh, Will Smith, Martin Perez, eh. Jordan Montgomery. Eh. Okay, that's a that's bigger a big one. one. Uh, Mitch Garver, Chris eh. Stratton, Robbie Grossman. Uh, eh. Andrew Heaney's got a $13 million player option. Good luck with that one. Uh, yeah, but if you're talking about still like Degrom, if Scherzer can be healthy, and depending on yeah, what else happens, they'll still be good. I'm just saying guys, they got, they're going to be good. They're going to be losing a. a they're going to be losing several pieces where the Astros yeah. bring back almost. Everybody. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, but you could have Evan Carter get better. You could have some of these other young players. It can continue well, to get better. Could have to have Jordan Josh, Alvarez get better. Josh Young is a rookie. Can can get better. He he clubbed two two run run uh two two run shots against you. Had twenty three home runs this year, and he's a freaking rookie. Like, what man. if Jordan Alvarez goes Barry Bonds next year? I like I, MV, MVP. Well, I don't want him to start injecting anything and get a giant head. But uh, but as you're talking about like MVP level, I'm with it. Yanier Diaz, I'm with it. Yeah, I'm not saying that the. Uh, that they're going to be like favorites, or we'll see, I guess, when it happens next year. But the Rangers are going to be dangerous for years to come, to be sure. And, well, uh, this couldn't, might not be the last time we see these two teams tangle in the playoffs. But right now, the Astros trailing 2-1 to one in the ALCS, but getting a big victory today, 8-5 to five, over the Rangers. And we're talking about it on the phone lines with you at 713-212-5790, where Q is holding longest. Q, go ahead. Hey man, uh, great win tonight. I, I love the lineup with the uh, left, right, left, right at the beginning, and moving Tuck down a little bit to keep giving the pressure off of him. But I, at, one, at no time during this game, when they said the three battles coming up, that I see like a oh, uh, for three, this is a wasted inning. Look like every inning when we had three uh, hitters coming up, I think there's a possibility of something. And we had like 15 balls hit that were over 95 
mild exit velocity. So we, it could have been a lot worse than what it was. So I'm fully confident that we're going to come back and do this. And to that Texas Rangers College, set your bum ass up. All right, man. Thanks. I love it. I'm sorry. I try. I took my headset off for a sneeze that never came. What was he? <laughs> you go ahead, Gordy. You react to that. Oh, no. It's okay. We're just... It, we want to tell Rangers people to shut their bum ass up. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that very much. Matt Thomas Show, Wednesdays. Shut your bum asses up. Generally, 2 o'clock, one thirty, somewhere around there. You know what? You should be listening to the Matt Thomas Show every day. And, of course, starting your day with, at 6 a.m. with the Sean Salisbury Show right here on Sports Talk 790, your home for your Houston Astros, where we continue to talk about the Astros winning game number three. We're going to go ahead and take a top-of-the-hour break here. Uh, Gordy? It's official. We're going 10th inning after dark. We're going to hit after midnight when we come back here. Those of you who want to get in, 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. Back in a minute here on Sports Talk 790. Back to the 790 10th inning show. Brought to you by Xfinity 10G. Made for streaming live sports. On the proud home of your Astros. Sports Talk 790. Here comes the payoff pitch. Swing and a shot to right field. Base hit. Dubon comes up big time. Another single drives in another run. It's 5-0. Dubon is coming up big. Yes, he did. 6-12 for 12 in the playoffs. That's it. Nice, cool, even 500 for Mauricio Dubon coming up huge there. Those three hits, part of an eight-run, could have been more, explosion for the Houston Astros as they win 8-5 to five over the Texas Rangers. Now trail the series 2-1, to one, but obviously at all costs, trying to avoid going down 0-3 in the series. Christian Javier coming up big, bullpen doing its thing, even though a couple of home runs, a couple of runs, Scored off of Neris, one run off of Abreu, but then Presley shuts them down in the ninth, and Astros get the victory. And we're talking about it here on the Astros' 10th inning show presented by Xfinity here on Sports Talk 790. Um, Gordy, we've talked a lot this year about Yanier Diaz. We've talked a lot this year about Chaz McCormick, Dubon, and Maldi coming up big for the Strohs in this one. Yeah. To to the detriment of a lot of folks who don't <laughs> want to see them uh, do well, but no, look, it, it just the Maldonado came up with one of the biggest hits of the of the night tonight. You know, we were looking at the numbers; he did have a handful of hits off of Max Scherzer in his career, so uh, that helps. But yeah, just talking with with Maldonado a few minutes ago in the clubhouse, it was interesting. He talked about with Christian Javier, you know, how happy he was for him and executing. But I think one of the local TV guys was asking him, when do you know that, that Javier is on that night? Is it after the first inning, whatever? He goes, no, it's actually in the pregame bullpen. He goes, I can tell when he's throwing, like, okay, he's on and this is going to be a good night, or, uh, okay, this is going to be a rough one. We're going to have to <laughs> gut through this. So just found that kind of interesting, Maldonado. I mean, that's, yeah. that's how much he – that's how important he is to this pitching staff. That's how much – 
Uh, these guys count on him and trust him. And not saying Yanir Diaz can't get to that point. We hope he does. I mean, hopefully by next year he's learned enough from, from Maldonado and, and everything that goes into it. But Maldi's just got that intuition and knows what pitches to call at the right time, and he's always on the same page as his pitchers. Yep. Uh, I mean, whatever value, like I said, you, you, it depends on the person how much value you want to put on what he brings as far as the intangibles. Clearly, Dusty Baker and a lot of the Astros pitching staff puts a pretty high value on it, and that's why he continues to be out there. Next up on the Xfinity Listener Lines, let's go to Jay in Beaumont on the Astros 10th inning show on Sports Talk 790. What's up, Jay? Hey, guys. How's it going? Well, uh, what do you got? Well, I just I just want to talk about those great Houston Astros, and also uh, I guess J.P. France is going to be, I guess, used out of the bullpen. Doesn't look like he might get a start, but uh, Dusty knows what he's doing, Okay. And another question, where's Jake Myers? He is not on the roster. They added uh, Ronel Blanco, the pitcher, and then took Jake Myers off of the roster. Oh, uh, okay. I was trying to remember how that went. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're in, we're in Arlington right now. You know what happened the last time. I don't think we're going to sweep them by 39 runs, but I believe <laughs> we can sweep them and send it back to Houston and win that very next game and just you know send them back to Arlington. And, uh, went, you know, went out. I think we can do it. I mean, we, we had a great game tonight. Uh, everybody played well. Um, and Christian Javier, he's kind of a – Christian is uh, kind of a mystery of sorts because you don't know what you're going to get. I guess he's like a box of chocolates. <laughs> you know, he gets in the game. He might have a good game. He might not. This time he had a great game. He pitched well. He he went pretty long, and uh, our bullpen, you know, took up the slack and uh, did their job. And that's the thing about the Rangers. Once you get into their bullpen, you're going to win the game. I promise you, you will win the game, yeah. and I believe we will go ne- two more. We're going to sweep them, and then we're going we're to bring it back to Houston, and hopefully in game six we beat them. All right, thanks a lot, Jay. Appreciate it. Yeah, winning four straight would be huge. But, yeah, I, I feel like it's almost like, – it feels like more like from or you don't know which one you're going to get because Javier, we talked about it in the pregame in the mound matchup, Gordy, how he started out really well, first 14 starts, 290 ERA, then 13 starts over an ERA of seven. But then now in his last five outings, and this was before today when he had five and two-thirds of two-run ball, 2.45 ERA. So it's almost like it went in waves – and we're catching a good wave of Christian Javier, which that bad wave is one of the worst of his career. Yeah, it's just so funny though. You you talked about it, you know, yesterday at their pre pre game or you know whatever post practice presser, and uh, Maldonado going and checking uh, <laughs> Javier's pulse. Yeah, and what do you say? He's dead. He's dead. He's like this guy's got no like he's got no pulse. This guy's dead. He's so cold blooded. That's just how he is. He's, he's the guy is always just ice water in his on veins. the road. Backs against the wall. L. Reptile. There's a reason he has that nickname. He has earned it. The dude is cold freaking blooded. Sam in Magnolia. Next up here on the 10th Inning Show. What's up, Sam? Hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, my question was around, um, at this point, one game at a time, the tweaks that uh, Dusty made tonight in the lineup to be a little bit more productive. I sure was uh, more productive for runs. Do you think he'll keep the same exact uh, lineup 
Yeah, I, I don't know. Thanks, Sam. I appreciate you getting in. We talked about this a little bit earlier, uh, Gordy. The lefty getting the start. We know Dusty likes to go lefty-righty. Uh, you do have uh, Michael Brantley, who went 0 for 5 today and is left-handed and hasn't been used every day in the playoffs. You do have Chaz McCormick, who wasn't used today, who crushes lefties and might get the opportunity. Feels like Mauricio Dubon has, has earned a, a spot to continue to stay in. So I, I don't. you never know what you're going to get. But if I had to guess, Dubon in center, Chaz in left tomorrow, Jordan DH? No, I think I think they leave Brantley in. Okay. I think that decision was kind of made a couple of days ago. Look, he had the 0 for 5 today, but uh, made good contact on a couple. But he had a hit in every other postseason game he's played. Yeah. So I Made a huge play in left field yeah, defensively. I think yeah, Brantley's in there. Brantley's in there every game that, that they play still for the rest of this postseason. Okay. I guess we'll see. And there's... Dubon's hitting 500, so there's no reason to, to get him out of the lineup. But Chaz, Chaz is hitting over 300 in the playoffs. Just hasn't been like a whole. I don't think he has an extra base hit, but he is hitting over 300. Do you remember Mauricio Dubon's role last year? Like when he he got, was the backup utility guy to Aledmus Diaz. Aledmus Diaz was the primary utility, right. and Dubon was like the backup to the to utility. But like he couldn't do anything. Like he couldn't hit at no, he all. Was, he was not good. And uh, I remember talking about spring training this year, and he said. He had to work out of that funk because he wanted to be a contributor on this team this year. And it was exacerbated when Altuve gets hurt in the World Baseball Class. And you go, oh, God, we're going to have to lean on Mauricio Dubon through the first few months <laughs> of the se- season? Yeah. And he was great. And it's it yeah. been it's been one of those big, big, you know, small moves that was yeah. made by James Click that has paid dividends. Yeah, shout out Michael Papirski getting DFA'd a month later. And Mauricio Dubon paying dividends in the postseason for the Houston Astros. Speaking of Dusty Baker, the man that does set the lineup, let's go ahead and hear from him. He spoke after the game. Uh, there is a little snippet in here where he talks about not wanting to name his starter. It is going to be Jose Arquiti. That was earlier in the evening, so it has come out now. Haney versus Arquiti tomorrow. But here is some postgame clubhouse audio brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors as Dusty Baker addresses the media after an 8-5 to win over the Rangers. Hey, Dusty, what did you see from Javier on the mound tonight? Well, I mean, he was good. His fastball had life, good breaking ball, uh, good changeup, uh, you know, good location. I think he only walked one guy or two guys. I mean, that's the secret. You know, if you can s- stop from walking guys because you know they're going to hit the ball the ballpark at some point in time. So, uh, you know, he was good. He was, he was very good. We'll go to the third row, Dusty. Hi, Dusty. Jose Altuve just hit his uh, 25th homer in the postseason. What do you have to say about him and his leadership and everything he brings to the team? Well, you know, he comes to play. He comes to play every day. And uh, you'll see him look bad on one at bat, then he'll pop you the next at bat. And, uh, I mean, this guy is one of the best playoff uh, players of all time. And, uh, you know, we love him. The fans in Houston uh, love him. He's a fan favorite and uh you know you just enjoy watching watching him play every day a fourth row in the middle met hey dusty you had brantley out there in left field and he made a big catch how big of a yeah. catch was that in your eyes yeah that was huge because that would have been a run another run and that would have been uh a runner on second base and uh and the big thing was you know that was the uh, last out of the inning so there there were some good plays you know made out there on their end you know, Tavares made a a great play on um, <clears throat> on Alvarez, and then uh, Michael returned. Uh, the favorite made a great play. Uh, is himself. 
the third row on your left. Uh, Dusty down 0-2, did you see anything different from your team tonight or just same all, same all, and you guys played well? No, not really. I mean, you know, we were close to winning the first two games. You know, we were one hit away. You know, we might not have won, but we were one hit away from at least tying it, tying it up or going ahead. And, uh, you know, uh, I mean, this team doesn't quit. We know that the Rangers don't quit either. And, uh, you know, it makes for, for a good series. Right here, Dusty. Do you have a starter for game four yet? Um, have they announced a starter for game four? They have not, that I'm aware of anyway. I have one, but I'd like to know who <laughs> theirs. I'd like to know who theirs is. Fair enough. Uh, next question. Uh, in the back corner here. What is it about the home and road splits with your team this year? It's held through regular season and playoffs. Just a real oddity, it seems. I don't know. This is it's the strangest thing I've ever seen. Because usually, you know, you want to be 500 on the road and, and uh, you know, way over 500 at home. Um, I asked the team in spring training to be the best road team. Maybe I should have asked them to be the best road and home team. And, uh, you know, they usually, you know, give me what I, what I asked for. And like I said, before the game started, you know, we had 50 games on the road. We won 50 games on the road. And the, <clears throat> and the uh, Rangers won 51 games, I think, at home. So this marks for, for a good series. And Matt? And I got to add, too, I was tired of coming in here second. <laughs> I mean, first. Uh, I'm glad to be second today. There you go. Uh, you got Dubon in the lineup. He came up with some big hits. Maldonado got yeah. big hits. Just talk about the bottom of the order. Yeah, well, the bottom of the order is, is, is always important because it rolls your lineup around. And uh, Dubon's been great for us. You know, like I, I like to match up, you know, with Dubon versus surgery more than I did McCormick and uh, you know Maldi got got some big hits I mean that was a big big hit uh, that was too hot to handle you know uh, past young and uh, you know anytime you get two out hits two out RBIs these are usually make the difference in the in the in the uh, in the game step into the world of power loyalty and luck I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus there you go yeah last part there gordy just um Dubon coming up big, Maldi coming up big, and look, uh, those of you who like to crush Dusty Baker and blame every loss on him, I think you got to give him a little credit for the win today in game number three. You do. Uh, all the decisions they made were, were good ones. Um, it it just it stinks so much more, man. If they just could have won one of those first two in Houston, I they were so they close. Didn't. Yeah. Uh, you would feel so much better about this team right now, riding high after a, a game where the bats showed up and you would be up 2-1. But 
so be it. You're not. Still plenty of work to do, and they got to come back to the ballpark tomorrow with that attitude, with more work to do. The job is not done. Yeah, that'll be tomorrow, which brings us to your post-game scoreboard brought to you by Marshall Stevenson Elevator. Astros win 8-5. to five. Uh, Diamondbacks 10-0. to zero. They lose to the Phillies, but tomorrow... yesterday, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, yesterday. What did I say? Uh, but tomorrow you will have uh, the Phillies and Diamondbacks in action at 4.07. It'll be Ranger Suarez against Brendan Fought of the Diamondbacks. Um, Brandon Fought on the season, 3-9 and nine with a 5.72 ERA, Gordy. Get that ro- get that broom ready. <laughs> Diamondbacks. Uh, Ranger Suarez has been pretty darn good, so uh, we'll see with that. But most importantly, focus on the Astros tomorrow. 7-0-3 first pitch. Jose Urquidy versus Andrew Heaney tomorrow here on and Sports Talk 790. We're going to call an audible. We're, we're calling up the A-team tomorrow. That is correct. They're coming up. They're going to do their whole show, and we're going to make them do pregame and postgame, too, here. Okay. They're going to have to work a whole day. That's great. I'd love to have a day off here. I can just go focus on... Well, we'll uh, still be doing stuff. Oh. Well, I'm, no, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to be eating barbecue. <laughs> I'm going to sit up here and eat some barbecue tomorrow because uh, I tried to get in that line earlier today, and it didn't work out. But that's okay. All right. Well, that's going to do it for here uh, for us here at Globe Life Field in Arlington. Thanks to our friends at Carbock Brewing. Uh, Gordy, final thoughts? 8-5 to five win. El Reptile was great, and you got enough from the bats. Well, unlike my uh, co-host, Dan Norfleet, was trying to tell you guys today, <laughs> saying the Astros season was dead, uh, I knew they would rise from the dead and uh, at least put up a fight here. So, got one down, got three more wins to go. Let's see uh, if they can get win number two tomorrow. All right, that's Chris Gordy. I'm Ross Villarreal. Thank you very much for listening and participating in the show, if you did so. Thanks to Josh C. back at the station. Working overtime for us. Appreciate him doing a great job as always. We'll talk to you folks tomorrow here from Globe Life Field, but it'll be Adam and Adam, actually. But anyways, final score once again, 8-5 to five Astros win. This has been the 10th inning show on Sports Talk 790, presented by Xfinity here on Sports Talk 790, your home for your Strohs. The Sports Talk 790 Astros on Deck Show. Powered by the Xfinity 10G Network. Made for streaming live sports. The Astros on top of the world. Astros on Deck is also brought to you by Synergenics. Houston's premier low testosterone solution. Kronberg's flags and flagpoles. By Advanced Body Scan. Advanced Body Scan. Early detection saves lives. Fred Haas Toyota World. Primeway Federal Credit Union. Turn your dreams into your reality. PrimewayFCU.com. Marshall Stevenson Elevator, Texas's leader in residential mobility needs. KirkCombs.com. That's K-U-R-K. Because at Kirk Combs, it's all about you. Uptown Appliance Repair. Houston's premier appliance professionals. By Trajan Wealth. Crawford Bach. By Carbach Brewing. Twin Peaks. Eats. Drinks. Scenic Views. Also brought to you by Shell Federal Credit Union. Houston's hometown team for banking, but better since 1937. Houston Scrap Metal. Turn your scrap into cash today. Moral Mechanical Cooling and Heating. By Academy Sports and Outdoors. By Dr. Guy Lewis and the Texas Center for Cosmetic Dentistry. Official dentist of the Houston Astros. And by Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue. Shows on the radio. The first pitch is coming up on your home for Houston Astros baseball. Sports Talk 790.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.